Nowadays, because of the economic recession, we're all too aware of material poverty and many religious organisations have it as their mission to respond to that. The Sisters of Charity, founded by Mary Aikenhead almost 200 years ago, was one such agency. But what about spiritual poverty? Sonna's spirituality, whose origins can be dated back to Mary Aikenhead, responds to this form of impoverishment. And we're joined now in studio by Sister Mary Threadgold to discuss this. Sister Mary, tell us more. Well, the way I look at it nowadays from the point of view of spirituality is that there are many older people in uh, nursing homes or in long-stay care. In other words, they are dependent. And whereas in the past there would have been plenty of chaplains to meet their spiritual needs, that's far less likely now. They're, they're stretched whatever way you look at it. So what I would feel is that the, the older people do have the right to have their spiritual needs met. And I want to draw attention to that fact and also to the fact that there are ways in which these needs can be met other than or in supplementary to what chaplains can do. I see the role of chaplains as being one-to-one. They can give time to the, to the older people. But um, there's a saying that the better is the enemy of the good. And whereas it would be better if we had chaplains, I think it is good that we have an alternative. And that is what we in the Sonnets APC approach to spirituality aim to do, to to provide a resource that can be used as an alternative. My own background was in speech and language therapy, so it was out of that that uh, communication um, became a focus for me when I would notice older people in nursing homes just sitting in day rooms, looking into space, not interacting, nobody interacting with them. And whereas I had worked in the area of intellectual disability, I found that using music and a sensory uh, stimulation experience was good to, to reach them, I felt that the same thing could be done for people with dementia. And that's how it all began experimentally in 1990. And now that is thriving. And apart from the fact that we are now working on quality standards, we also provide uh, international conferences uh, on dementia. And there will be one coming up on the 15th and 16th of April Um, And we have excellent speakers who will be speaking at that. So how does it work on a practical level? What does SONUS do? Um, There's a panel of tutors and they train the carers uh, to use this technique. And it's accompanied by a kit. And in that kit, there are CDs and other items. And the person who has been trained selects uh, the people who will benefit most in groups of eight And these groups are held at least once a week, if not twice a week. And it consists of sensory stimulation and also a structure that has um, repetition involved in it. And even when people's memories have failed, they can still respond uh, to material that they have learned off by heart uh, and particularly with music. I'm looking at a DVD here at the moment. It's called Cunis. Tell us a bit about that. Well, only a few years after Sonus was established, one of the ladies uh, using it asked me, could I put some hymns on tape that she felt that the people who were responding well to Sonus might also respond um, to the old hymns that they would have once known. It then developed into hymns and prayers. And this was recorded originally on audio tape in 1993. 
since then, they've been converted into DVD and CDs with a booklet called Making the Most of Cunis. So Roman Catholics can get great value from this and renew what was most meaningful in their lives. So as you've said, Cunis focuses on Roman Catholics, but does Serenity focus on other denominations? Serenity, I felt... I needed to include other people in the nursing homes of other Christian denominations. So um, with the um, financial assistance of the Sisters of Charity, we were able to uh, take somebody on for part of a year. And together we tried out an experimental session in various nursing homes until we had a 45 minute session that again included hymns and prayers. But this time... Uh, I would have looked at songs of praise and the kind of hymns that uh, I would have heard there. And what's the reaction been to it? Is it working well? Yes, we've had testimonies from various nursing homes where people have been using it. And it has given them something to look forward to. It has given them something that they can participate in. And like all material like this that they once knew by heart, it's a sense of achievement that they can take part in it. And you also organise events. You talked about your conference coming up in April, but you've got something more immediate happening. That's next week. On the 1st of March, we have a spirituality conference uh, called Exploring the Spiritual Dimensions of -of End-of-Life Care for Older People. Now, whereas CUNIS is for a Roman Catholic population, Serenity is for um, a multi-denominational Christian population, we still need one for uh, spiritual well-being. And this would be particularly suitable for people at end of life. Out of our conference next week, we hope to learn a lot about the kind of training that people might need and the kind of resource that people might need towards the end of life, which will also contribute to spiritual well-being. And Sister, where can people find out more about these CDs and and the whole project? The Sonnes office is the place that they would contact or the Sonnes website, www.sonnes.com. Sonnesapc.ie and the Sonnes office is a Dublin number 01260 And we'll put those details on our website as well. Sister Mary Threadgold, thank you indeed for joining us this evening and long may you continue to make a difference. Thank you very much.